Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the board game man, and this is your news for January 22nd, 2024. So Portal Games every year, kind of around now, does uh, the Portal Con, and they announce a lot of their stuff coming out for that next year. So they have released a lot of their 2024 slate. They kind of said it's the first half slate, but uh, I think they've kind of released a little bit more than just their uh, first half. So first up, we've got Printing Press. Now last year, or the year before, might have been a year before, I love Gutenberg. It was a great game based on kind of the printing press. It looked amazing. Gameplay was kind of lighter than it kind of it was. It looked a little heavier than it was, but a very light, very, very fun game. Now they've got kind of the spiritual successor, which is printing press. This is going to be kind of a medium weight euro. I think it's going to be a little bit lighter than what they say right here, kind of on BGG. But it has that same look to it with, uh, you know, amazing art and kind of graphic design and, you know, ramping up the difficulty a little bit more. So you're going to be working on your printing press, obviously, your your print workshop. You're going to be working over three rounds. You're trying to get select your plates, your frames, and printing cards to meticulously execute each customer's request. Looks great. Going to be one to four players. Plays in about an hour. So I think the you know the weight shouldn't be too bad. But it looks great. It should be out in March of this year for $40. I think the pre-order is already up on their website as well. Next up, we've got Robinson Crusoe from Portal Games, that collector's edition, uh, which kind of funded a few years ago. But they said it should be going out to backers right now ahead of that U.S. release. And that U.S. release will be in May. And also Book of Adventures, which is another uh, expansion to Robinson Crusoe, which is a wildly difficult and wildly popular cooperative type game about, you know, living in Robinson Crusoe, which is kind of the, the shipwreck and you know shipwreck island and trying to live through that. Next up, Thorgal, the board game. That's going to be out in June. Uh, this is a cooperative, story-driven, immersive game in that Thorgal universe. Again, I think the uh, Kickstarter or GameFound, I think it was Kickstarter, should be uh, should be getting out to people in the next couple of months, and then they're going to be releasing it in June. It looks pretty cool. Cool store. Again, immersive, story-driven game. We've also got a game called the AI Space Puzzle, which they're bringing over here. I think that was from a different company overseas, but they're going to be releasing that here. That'll be in August, and they'll have a preview uh, at Gen Con. They talk about it being a deductive cooperative game, and you're going to be playing uh, people evacuated from Earth in, on spaceships and on board an AI, uh, in, and on board having an uh, onboard AI, and you're going to help, the AI is going to help passengers during a journey. Unfortunately, it's also malfunction. So it's like there's a bunch of cards kind of in a grid, and there'll be a little bit of kind of puzzly things that'll go on in this cooperative game, but I kind of kind of like those sort of things. Uh, and that'll be out in August. And and finally, Imperial Miners, it's going to be called Aztecs versus Weirdlings. That name may change uh, over the year. But anyway, it's an expansion to Imperial Miners. Uh, they say, quote unquote, later this year. I absolutely love Imperial Miners. Very good. One of my, I think it was my top five. Still coming up with my top five of 2023. I think this one will make my top five. Uh, definitely in my top 11, but maybe my top five. Anyway, so it's just kind of a really cool light card game in which you're kind of taking playing cards into your tableau. And basically mining down. And as you come back up from the cards you placed, you'll uh, you know trigger uh, different powers and, and different points and things like that as you come out of the mine. All right, past Portal Games, let's go to 25th Century Games. We'll release French Quarter, uh, which is the latest loaded roll and write from uh, Matt Riddle, Ben Pinchback, and Adam Hill. That's Motor City Gameworks uh, is their company and their design, kind of design collective there. That'll be out next month in February. It is releasing. I mean, it is kind of delivering now from their Kickstarter from last year. So it'll be releasing later in February next month. Uh, this will be about $30. Again, they have some great games, uh, some loaded roll, you know, the heavier type rolling rights, Motor City, Fleet the Dice game, 
Uh, there's an app for that out now. So if you know, if you like Fleet the Dice game, uh, the only bad thing about the app is it doesn't have a tutorial, but if you've played any of their dice games or played Fleet the Dice game, it's a great app. So check that out on the App Store. And also Three Sisters, which might be uh, the best, I don't know, Fleet the Dice game or Three Sisters, either one of them. Very, very great loaded roll and writes. Uh, this game itself, French Quarter, it's a game about exploring the French Quarter, kind of uh, going about there and visiting different areas in the French Quarter of New Orleans. It's tons of fun and another great solo version, as always, uh, from the Motor City Gameworks guys. Panasaurus is going to be releasing far away here in the U.S. in March of this year. This will be $25. This kind of like I talked about uh, Veil of Eternity last episode. So this was another one of these kind of card games that was released overseas. It's really, really good, but it's coming here now in uh, you know, a couple of months. Uh, it's got some pretty cool drafting things. So on your turn, you'll have a hand of three cards. You're basically just playing a card into your tableau. You're only going to be playing eight total cards. And on your cards, you're going to be different ways of scoring. And it'll also be a number on the top left. If your next card, whoever plays the lowest card will draft first. If the next card you play just happens to be higher than that card above you, you'll get some of these other cards that are always in play and will help you with some of the symbols and victory points that you'll need uh, to get. So the symbols that you'll need to get will be on some of these cards, but uh, they'll have to be played later in succession. And, you know, you'll have to play these symbols to unlock some of the scoring mechanism. Now, the reason why I say later be played later is because of the cool, unique scoring of this is once you play all eight of your cards, you're going to place them all, place them all face down from left to right, and they'll all be face down. And then in order, you're going to be flipping over your first card, which is all the way in the right, which happens to be the last card you played. Now, anytime you flip over something with scoring, it's going to score immediately, and it's only going to score based on the different things that have been played face up ahead of it. So as you're playing these cards, you're trying to think ahead and get things to score and also unlock with some of the symbols, unlock the cards that you played earlier in the game and get those symbols that you placed out. Obviously, as you're playing, everything's face up, so you can kind of plan a little bit, but it kind of gets a little bit nutty in the way it plays, and it's such an easy game that you're just immediately like, oh, we got to play this again. Anytime you play reverse time, we got to play this again because you kind of learn kind of how to play and different things will happen. Kind of cards will come out, drafts will come out. Oh, it's just, just a really cool game for $25. It's a great price there. So check that one out. That is far away. Office Dog, which is a new company by Luke Peter Schmidt, they're going to be releasing a game called Word Traveler. This will be out in April. I think it's about $35 to $40. Now, Luke Peter Schmidt is a great designer and board game executive. Uh, and he's in charge of this company, Office Dog. I'm a huge fan of his. He's just a fantastic person, a great designer. And he's designed games like Epic PvP, Castle Dice. And I think he worked on that old Warhammer CCG. Anyway, this is the one that is designed by the designer of Decrypto, uh, who is uh, Thomas Dengenet L'Esperience. Uh, and again, it is, is a two to five player game, a cooperative game for about, plays about 45 minutes. Now, what they say is you're a tourist checking out the sites of a new city but you know only a few words of the local language. And the locals, quote-unquote locals, that's the other players in the game. Now they're going to try to interpret your clues to get where you want to go. And again, it's going to have a board there with different places that you got to go, depending on the cards you have. And you're only allowed to use a certain amount of clues, a certain amount of words to have them tell you where to go. So very cool little interesting kind of, I guess, deductive in a way, but it kind of almost has that codenames feel as you're only allowed to say a few things, but it's fully cooperative so that you're trying to get everybody to know where to go. Really cool there. Uh, next up, Thames and Cosmos. Well, that one, again, like I said, April 35 to $40. Thames and Cosmos is going to be releasing one of the hits from Essen of last year. This is called Nun Attack Temple of Ice. Now, this one will come out in the U.S. later this year. This is a lighter game by Kane Klenko. Uh, another game. This is just another cool game with great 
cable presence. Uh, this one is going to be two to four players. It's in about an hour, kind of one of those one-hour wonders. But what's cool is it's kind of have like, they call it the Temple of Ice, but it really kind of looks like almost like a mountain or a pyramid of ice. Now, as you're playing your different pieces, now your pieces will go on the board. They'll be plastic pieces. And as they kind of fill this four-player, you know, four, I guess, four uh a square out there with other players' pieces and your pieces, then another piece will, you know, another cardboard chip will go on top of there, enabling you to place another kind of uh, square piece that is going to hold. So as you're kind of placing, it's kind of hard to explain, but anyway, as you're placing these different things on the board, you're going to be getting those different, you know, the four pieces will get a square piece on top. Let's get another plastic piece on top. As that kind of develops, you're going to be getting cards which will score in kind of a set collection way. And then you're building it all the way up to the top of the pyramid. Obviously, there's a square board, so kind of where you place things are kind of predetermined, but how you place them uh, or when you place them is going to be what's going to be the uh, cool part of it. Not really sure. This one kind of looks like a 30 to $40 game as well. But again, this one will be out later this year and was kind of uh, got some good buzz at Essen. Board and Dice is going to release another game by Danny Garcia. Now, if you remember, Danny Garcia did Barcelona and Arborea. Uh, Arborea, which both were kind of heavier euros and look amazing on the table. This one is called Windmill Valley, and it's kind of a game about farming tulips in the Netherlands. This one will be out in June of this year. Uh, it'll be forty to forty-five dollars, is what it looks like as well. Uh, just some really cool, you know, it has some really cool kind of multi-use cards, route building, uh, you know, and just another cool heavier weight euro game. Uh, kind of hard to explain. I haven't seen a whole lot about it, but the board looks cool. And, you know, kind of the way they explain what you can do on your turn, you know, with doing things like enhancing your kind of your wheels. You've got these kind of two uh, kind of wheels that will go together, almost like uh, cogs and wheels. Uh, and they're going to be rotating these wheels on your board. And depending on where you rotate them to, that's going to be the actions you're going to do. And you can enhance your wheels. And then you're going to be able to plant tulips out in the field. You're going to be building other windmills on the main board and getting rewards for them, getting contracts for endgame scoring. Looks really cool. I absolutely love, you know, these nice dry solas Euros with whatever theme. But the theme looks pretty cool, uh, and it looks great. Next up, Lucky Duck Games is going to be releasing Sweet Mess. Now, this one, I believe, is called Sweet Mess Pastry Competition, in which your chefs in a pastry competition. One to four-player game. Plays about an hour and a half. This is another medium-weight Euro. I think this is kind of a remake of old, I think a year or two before that, uh, Sweet Mess came out, and it was kind of a little bit of a mess, but I think a lot of these designers, uh, Johnny Pack helped uh, y- Yoma to uh, kind of upgrade the, the game itself and kind of make it a little bit better. Uh, Antonio Zach's also one of the designers here. Uh, again, this is going to be put out here by Lucky Duck Games. Looks like a pretty cool Euro game of, of just kind of the way you're fulfilling different orders when you're making your pastries and such, getting the ingredients, putting them out. The, the bits look really nice, and kind of the gameplay looks pretty solid there as well. This one will be out in February, and it'll be about $40. Again, the production value looks very cool, and Lucky Duck Games has been hitting it out of the park with games over here lately, kind of bringing some pretty cool Euro, uh, European games over to the U.S. Finally, in game news, Zigomatic is releasing Timeline Twist Star Wars. That'll be out next month in February for $20. Now, they're calling these Timeline Twist. It's basically just Timeline. It's just a new version or a new way of playing timeline this one is a cooperative game we are trying to get 35 cards from the star wars universe in the right order to be the perfect timeline in that universe you know basically kind of putting them in in the correct order now you're playing 35 of what i think it says 100 cards in the game which isn't a whole lot but it does look cool so since it is co-op and it is star wars the good longtime star wars fans especially it being car co-op 
It might have limited replayability with the 100 cards, and I'm not sure how difficult it'll be, but who knows? Maybe I'll be surprised. All I know is the Timeline is a pretty cool game series, and it is a lot of fun. This one being cooperative is a little bit different than kind of the, I guess that would, that's what the twist is in Timeline Twist. But anyway, Star Wars Universe, pretty cool card game, $20 game, and again, you're playing it in probably about 30 minutes and probably wrapping up and play it again. You know, sign me up. Looks pretty cool to me. Uh, let's head on over to crowdfunding now. So the first thing I want to talk about in crowdfunding is Metro Runner. This is from Thunderworks Game Manufacturers. Uh, So they explain this one. It's a very cool. It's got a competitive rondelle worker placement, worker movement. It's not placement because you're kind of moving around a rondelle. Uh, You're crashing headlong into vividly illustrated cyberpunk cityscape. The board does look really nice. That's what they explain that as. You're going to have some resource collection, job fulfillment mechanics. They're paired with a double reputation track and a unique spatial puzzle minigame, which is pretty cool. Kind of that's their hacking of the whole thing where they've got this minigame in the middle where you're kind of moving some of these square pieces around and getting routes built on there. And of course, there is a really cool solo mode, as they say, a wickedly smart AI opponent, uh, as they say. This one is well-funded. Uh, it's got, you know, about 50,000 of its uh, of its goal. I mean, over its goal. It's got about 50,000 uh, currently as a recording, got about two and a half weeks to go. And you can get in on this one for about $48. There's some upgrades where you can get it upgraded back for $60. And then there's a retailer pledge as well. But, uh, you know, Thunder, Thunderworks does a lot of good games. Uh, and this one looks pretty cool. And it's a pretty cool theme. Anyway, one to five players plays in about 90 minutes again. So that's a, a fun little uh, Euro game for you as well. Next one with some pretty cool art here. This is Explorers of Navoria. This has also got about two and a half weeks to go. Well, well funded. Uh, this is kind of a cool Euro game. Got an interesting mechanic where you're kind of pulling chits out of a bag and giving you actions. And depending on which actions you do and how you use them, at the end of the round, all those action chits will then be able to be used by you in different ways, kind of putting them, you either building them or using them for powers as well. This is from Dranda Games. Again, the art is very kind of root-esque, has that kind of root look to it. Uh, and you can get in on this one for about $45 US. And again, you've got kind of upgrade pledges. There's one for $69 and one for $88 for the upgrade uh, packs. But this one looks, again, looks pretty fun little Euro game uh, with a really unique mechanism for getting your actions. Next up, Fate Defenders of Grimheim. This one's got a, about a week and a half to go. This is from Frick's Games. You'll remember them as the designers of Terraforming Mars. However, this game is nothing like Terraforming Mars, except for the designers, but it does have some pretty cool uh, you know, design elements to it. So this is a cooperative game. It's kind of a tower defense cooperative game, kind of in that Norse mythology look to it, uh, which looks a lot of fun kind of card play. Uh, it, it just looks, yeah, it looks decent. It all depends on if you like cooperative. Uh, it also has a solo mode, but if you like cooperative games, uh, and if you like uh, you know, tower defense, which is not for everybody, I like it, but it's not for everybody, but the game looks pretty cool. Uh, again, this one is about $49 to get in on it. And as usual, a little bit more of an upgrade to get for $71. Uh, and then you've got a huge expansion with miniatures, with a lot of miniatures for the whole game. That's $163 if that's your jam. Or if you just want a lot of Norse miniatures, you can get that for $163. Anyway, well, well funded. It got about a week and a half to go. Another new one. Got two more left here, and then we'll get out of here. This one, Among Cultists, a Murder Mystery Thriller Board Game. Thriller Board Game. This is by uh, Godot Games and Andres Godot. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Stefan Godot. Uh, you become detectives, find killers among you, but don't trust anyone among cultists is back with a reprint and a new deluxe expansion. So like I said, this is a reprint of a game that has been released and has a bit of an expansion. 
you can get in on the new stuff for $31 for Returning Evil. That's the just the expansion. Uh, if you want a copy of the core game of Among Cultists, you'll get it cheaper for about $55. And to get both the great all-in-one with pretty much everything, there's a lot of stuff in there, for $136. So this is an interesting one because it's got uh, some hidden trader mechanics, got some social deduction, secret roles. Uh, it's, you know, again, a murder mystery and it says no player elimination, but it does look pretty cool. Four to eight players plays in about 90 minutes. I know people, social deduction is not necessarily an hidden trader, not up my alley. Um, but a lot of people say this is a really good one. So I trust a lot of people. I just haven't gotten a chance to play this one yet. I'd like to try it, but I have not got a chance to play it, but that's a decent price. And the game by all accounts, again, is pretty good, especially if that's your type of, uh, your type of game. And again, that is well, well funded. About four weeks to go, over a hundred thousand dollars already on this one. Uh, so if there are uh, some uh, some stretch goals, they've got a whole bunch of those uh, that are unlocked there as well. And finally, uh, I'm going to mention one of these kind of little engines that could just a cool little game uh, that's not getting a whole lot of press, but it is funded. Uh, it's got about two and a half weeks to go. This is called Essence of Eternity. It's a cool little card game for two to six players. Uh, so in it, you're kind of got your own little character or, or, or basically a sorcerer, and you're going to be battling monsters, collecting runes, and outwitting your opponents and race to unlock the secret to eternal life, basically just getting the most points and such. But what's cool about this is as you're kind of picking the monsters, uh, you know, off which deck you're going to get monsters from, uh, you're going to be having a certain amount of threshold or a way to defeat them, and other people can kind of screw with you. So if, uh, if, if that's not your thing, this wouldn't be for you. But it's a cute little card game for only $20, and that's what I really kind of like about it. The hardest thing about releasing games at only $20, it's hard to get your funding goal. But anyway, you can get a copy of the game for about $18, two copies of the game for $36, uh, six for $85, and so on and so on. Uh, so really cool. Again, it's a they call it the very uncooperative game, card game, yeah, because you're kind of really screwing with each other. Uh, but it does look interesting. And again, the price is right. I do like kind of interesting new, new, new unique games where the price is right. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any news you think I'd like to feature, go ahead and shoot me a message at GeekJockDan on Twitter, or you can go to the Major Spoilers Discord, where I'm always around there and send me either, you know, kind of put something in the uh, the, the Munchkin Land Discord on there, or send me a direct message anywhere. And it, also, please check out MajorSpoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. And as always, check out my show, The Geek All-Stars Podcast. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and I'll see everyone in a couple weeks for another Munchkin Man. This podcast is copyright 2024 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.